Hello there and welcome to the podcast. It's John Markar here and I thought I'd just jump in with a very quick but very important message that I wanted to share with you before you delve into this episode of the Driven Chat podcast. This podcast, the Driven Chat podcast, has now come to an end. But don't worry, I'm not going to stop you from listening to this episode or from catching up with the 185 episodes that we've recorded in this format. I just wanted to let you know that if you're looking for our new episodes recorded after December 2023, then you'll need to seek out our new podcast, The Driven Podcast. You can find The Driven Podcast in all the usual podcast platforms, including, chances are, the one that you're listening to this one on right now. So please do enjoy this episode, share it with a friend by all means. But when it's done, don't forget to search for the new podcast, The Driven Podcast, and subscribe to the new format to hear the new stuff. To make life easy, head on over to the Driven website via driven.site. There you will find links through to the new podcast, including links to your preferred podcast platform. And hey, whilst you're there, why not check out everything else we do, including hand-picked automotive news stories, car and bike reviews, video features, and even more. For now, though, I'll let you enjoy this episode. And I will remind you again at the end of the episode, but for the future reference, this message is approximately 1 minute and 30 seconds long. That's six clicks on the 15-second skip button. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Driven Chat Podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Wait for it. Hold on. It's becoming a thing each week, this. Hello, it's the Driven Chat Podcast. How are you doing? This is the automotive companion to the radio show Driven that you can hear every weekend on Talk Radio, the show that chats to celebrities about what drives them. And this is the show that plays on the word Driven and gets a bit automotive. Now, as you know, every week we have our automotive superstars of Amy Shaw, John Quirk and John Markar. Well... I've got a surprise for you. If you've read any of the blurb underneath this, you'll know that what's coming up. But if you haven't read any of the blurb, you'll know that we have deputised our two automotive experts for a celebrity guest. <laughs> yeah! The amazing Kelvin Fletcher's in the house. How are you doing, Kelvin? I'm good. That, what another good introduction. Thank you. You're taking the role of two Johns. <laughs> we're a bit echoey right now. We're in the truck and we're a bit echoey right now because at the moment we are, well, we've got two very impressive cameramen just taking some snaps of us so we're uh, we're a little bit out in the open right now we'll um the audio will settle shortly um amy's here as well Hi, hello amy. how are you doing great it's nice to be somewhere else in the truck for the first time instead of in uh, where the truck was built yeah it's out on on tour out on tour 
Yes, the truck, the truck is out and active. And what I love about this is that no one has really believed, even people that have seen <laughs> photographs of the truck. That it's a real thing. I get the sense that people don't believe it until they've actually seen it. And, and actually the goodwill when we convoy through the truck with London or driving on the motorway or whatever, you get some waves. It's already getting waves, which I like. <laughs> and what I think is awesome is, Kelvin, you know, I told you about the truck. I'd explained we'd be bringing it to your house and checking on the size of your driveway. Can we, can we unfold <laughs> it on? And I think even you thought the whole time, this guy's a a bit mad this isn't true i thought it was an ambitious uh an ambitious vision and uh but it's great to see it come to life and uh you know hats off to you again because it looks terrific and i think you've done a really good job thanks man and what i, what I like is you can hit that sounds like the sound of a rumbling mustang in the background <laughs> yeah, <I can laughs> because it, it is <laughs> yeah. yes. and those of you who watch the driven features will be able to see a video of me driving around it actually quite slowly although it doesn't look like it's uh, that slow no, it was, you, you got some speed up. Well, it was when you're coming over that little single track lane and I saw a cameraman in front of me and I know that's a slight left turn. I'm not going to hit him, but when he's like, oh, faster, faster. And you're like, no, I don't want to do it. And so it's a bit scary, but yeah, you kind of bomb it down this single track lane for, for good video. That no, was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> and, and actually just sat outside, Kelvin, on your driveway is the latest Porsche, the, the brand new iteration of Porsche. I'm quantified this. This isn't yours. Amy drove it here. She's, <laughs> she's just bought one. And uh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it's the all electric. Now, I don't know how to say this. It looks like Taycan to me, but I've heard people call it a Taycan. And a, you know, this, like, like with the word Porsche, right? I also hear people say Porsche. That sounds fine to me too. But what, Kelvin, how should we... Because you're, you're an actor. You're an expert at pronouncing things. Yeah, that doesn't you mean sh- I'm right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, say, I say Porsche. Uh, and, and and I'd say taken, taken. I yeah, I, I now say Porsche because okay, somebody Porsche. well because people who are much more kind of like into it than, than me are like, oh, you're saying it wrong. It's Porsche, not Porsche. And I'm okay. like, oh, okay then. So now I say Porsche, and I've said taken. But I don't know if I'm saying it right either. But what I like is Kelvin went straight in with Taken, which made me think of him as Liam Neeson. <laughs> I will hunt you down. I will find and you. And I will kill you. <laughs> oh, no, there's such a thing. <laughs> no, but you could star in a film like that. That'd I'd, be cool. I'd love to. That'd be great, wouldn't it? You've got the action credentials, actually. Uh, I could probably do the Belfast. He's from Belfast, isn't he? Uh, and Liam Neeson. He's yeah. A, a Northern Irish lad. Um, you don't need. To, you don't need his accent. No, I don't need. To, yeah, I could. I could. Um, Create my own character, I guess. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, I mean, look, the, the thing is, um, obviously, on Driven on Talk Radio, you'll hear Kelvin and I chatting at length about your your life, your career, your hopes and dreams, your challenges, etc. And and so I'm deliberately not going big on that here on the podcast um, for the simple reason that car fans might be a little bit like, yeah, all right, Twinkle Toes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about engines. <laughs> <laughs> well, more important, the thing that we didn't discuss in great detail on the celebrity chat show side of it was, of course, your racing career and your love of cars. And that's why I saved that for this bit. Cool. You know what I mean? We can chat strictly again if you like. <laughs> you know, just just to give the the listeners to the podcast a little bit of a background on Kelvin. Uh, if if you haven't watched Strictly Come Dancing, then you won't be aware that this man has got some moves. Won it last year. Emmerdale star. Been in a whole load of other things. And here comes the car bit. <laughs> Brit- British GT 2019 GT4 champion, nonetheless. Yes. Quick. Thank you. Um, it, it still feels weird, I guess, um, calling myself somewhat, you know, a racing driver. Uh, you know, but um, no, it started out in 2012 as a um, as a hobby. You know, dip my toe in a little bit. A huge car enthusiast, huge car fan. As I said, you know, 
previously, there's, there's many a story of me going to bed with a spanner as a three or four year old. You know, that was my comfort blanket. My dad was a mechanic. It's not the best toy in the world. <laughs> it's not the best toy. It's all we could afford. <laughs> it's very difficult <laughs> if you need to chew on something in the night. <laughs> yeah, a nice uh, 10 mil uh, ratchet there. But uh, no, it was, uh, it, it's, it's, I was obsessed with cars. I was, I am, you know, an absolute petrol head. Like since you're a child, like since it, I was a kid. Your, 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 any of your parents or grandparents or anything that got you into, into cars? My dad, as I said, was a diesel fitter at the time, so he was a truck okay. mechanic. Uh, but he had, um, you know, didn't have great cars, but the, the big Vauxhall and Ford mm-hmm. family we were. So at the time, my, one of my earliest memories was uh, his Vauxhall Cavalier SRI 130. Cool. Um, you know, just in the garage here, I've got a Mark 1 Cavalier, I've got a Ford Anglia. So mm-hmm. I've got quite a few classics myself. Awesome. Uh, all very unassuming. It's not an E-type Jaguar. It's not, you know, then, then I'm not going to retire on, on the mm-hmm. value of those cars. But for me, they really represent... Um, that period, you know, through mm-hmm. the 80s, um, the car on my bedroom wall was a, a Ford Sierra RS500 Cosworth. That today nice. is still my favourite all-time car with the Ferrari F40. But, mm-hmm. you know, my, my top three cars is a Ford um, RS500 Cosworth, Ferrari F40 second, and third is a Lotus Carlton. Cool. Uh, Good choice. As, as, a, as a teenager growing up, that was, for me, it was accessible in a sense of, I think my dad had the Cavalier GSI 2000 at the time. So the Carlton 3000 was the, was the big brother and the Lotus Carlton was the the absolute daddy. You know, yeah. I, I never saw one on the road. They were apps. You know, they were the unicorns that you would never see one. And and I very nearly bought one a couple of years ago and wish I had because the value of those cars now have, have gone up. It's, yeah. it's crazy. So yeah, I guess cars has always been in my blood. Um, like I say, as a huge enthusiast and, and, and obsessed. Do you remember You Bet the program? Yeah. So You Bet was this show that I think it was ITV. Anybody with weird and wonderful skills, you know, holding your breath underwater for a certain amount of time, being yeah, able to recite the uh, the Bible, whatever these <laughs> weird and wonderful skills that people had, where it tested your, your, your memory. Priests always did very well in that show. <laughs> <laughs> for me, as a kid, I remember writing in. I think Pat, Matthew is it Matthew Kelly that presented that. He certainly did stars in their eyes. Stars in their, so sure, let's let's oh, say it was you bet as well. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Anyway, I, I wrote in as a kid because my gift, my talent, was. Headlights. Headlights. Okay. I could take a look at either the, the tail light or the headlight and tell you what car it was. Whether it's a, 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 a Fiesta, oh. a, a, a Ferrari, a Ford Granada at the we time. We should have got, the, got this information earlier. We could have done like a test now, couldn't could we? Could have done a quiz. I was, obsess- <laughs> I was obsessed. That was my little skill. So what, my earliest memories, cars, bikes, anything with an engine was, yeah. was I was obsessed with. And, um, and, and, and then that kind of... Changing to as a spectator, I'd, I'd go to the British Superbikes, F1, British Touring Cars as a paying spectator mm-hmm. and, and watching the likes of Plato, Nigel Mansell, uh, Colin McRae, whatever format it was, I was just obsessed to go and see cars going fast and, cool. and bikes as well. So then, yeah, at what point do you go from that obsession to 2012, which I suppose would be quite late for somebody that's loved cars for that long to then get into thinking, you know what, I want to get into racing and, and go for that. What what was the, the, the tipping point for you? It was... Uh, I think it was the Autosport show okay. uh, at the NEC in Birmingham, which I'd been to a, a, a number of occasions. Uh, but that particular year, in 2012, there was a classic Mini there uh, on the BRSCC stand mm-hmm. uh, advertising the Mighty Minis. And this was the last of the, the old shape, if you like, the classic Minis, the 96, 97, uh, 1275 single point injection. Yep. Uh, albeit, on the, it's got a few stickers on, but it looks like a little Mini road car, you know, standard tyres, uh, Upgraded shock, um, shocks, but other than that, it was a roll cage and, and very cheap club racing, the entry level into, into circuit racing. 
Um, me and my dad were reminiscing whilst looking at this mini because he bought me a mini when I was about 12 or 13 years old. Oh, no. At the time, I was in Emmerdale, I was an actor, I was a prof- working professionally. He knew you couldn't drive it on the road. I knew I couldn't drive it on the road. I I still wanted to learn and follow the footsteps of my dad and and, and learn how to fix things. So me doing a full day's work at Emmerdale, uh, I would then come home, maybe an hour or two in school, and then I'd be be on the driveway with my dad, you know, taking the the car apart and putting it back together again. Uh, And and I still had ambitions and desires that I would be, I would have my own car garage, either selling cars or fixing cars, but cars would be my career. Mm -hmm. I was working, as I say, as a professional actor, but that still was a hobby. And I was in a TV job. I was I was earning some good money, but at the time, it wasn't really where I saw myself. And um, so we, yeah, we're at the NEC. I'm reminiscing about this mini, saying, "Do you remember when we used to fix our little mini, Dad?" And uh, and and then the championship manager came over, Roger Tello, I'll never forget. And he said, um, "Are you into racing, guys? You ever thought about racing?" So, well, what do you need to do? So, well, you need your arts license. Have you got your? No, I've not got that. Have you got a car? No, I've not got a mini. So that's the first thing to go and do. So I went and did my arts test. I did a medical. Um, uh, I'd never done any track days or anything like that. Every time we'd been go-karting on stag dues, I was always always winning. I thought, well, most of my friends are... 17 stone players, <laughs> so maybe it's because I'm I was only 12 or 13 stone, maybe because I'm, I'm skinny and I'm light, that's why yeah. I'm winning mm-hmm. that's what I was told by the bigger lads but I always felt that I had a bit of a knack and as a, I was 28 years old at the time and I was you know somewhat financially independent I had, um, I'd had a few nice cars and I always felt comfortable you know sliding my M3 or um, you know various cars I've had and, and um, I guess like most people felt that I had a bit of a knack for driving so that was it, I, I decided to buy a Mini classic Mini Brilliant. And um, and go racing, and that was 2012, um, and I've never looked back. The racing bug bit, and I've become, you know, now it's somewhat another career. I've managed to what I've lacked in, 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 in skill, in, 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 in experience. I've, I've, I've gained in, you know, of my day job has facilitated sponsors and uh, opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I was at your first mini race. Really? Actually, yeah. We I interviewed you, and it was straight. So I. Little confession, I have never watched Emmerdale. I've just been aware of it because I've known you. I mean, obviously yeah. everyone knows Emmerdale, right? <laughs> but I've just never watched soaps. And so I remember I was told, uh, you know, there's this guy, right? He's, he's this guy from Emmerdale and he's, he's racing a mini. It might be a one-off, but you want to talk to him. And, you know, this is mini racing. Celebrities don't get involved in mini <laughs> racing, right? It just doesn't, it doesn't happen. So I was like, yeah, sh- absolutely. We want to put a bit of stardust in the show. Yeah. And I can remember talking to you then. Obviously, it's, it lives long in your memory, Kelvin, which is great. You know, we had a really good chat. And uh, I can remember talking to you then, and I was like, they'd said to me beforehand, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's just a celebrity. It'll just be like one of these, dipping his toe in. And chatting to you, you were right on it. You were, you were, there was no, I walked away from that interview going, there's no way he's just doing one race. This is yeah. not just trying this out. You already had the... Right, so here's everything you need to hear about the car. Here's all the nerd bits. <laughs> you know, I've practiced the racing lines a thousand times. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got my head. To, I can't remember how you did, but I can remember we had a good chat about it. And I did think, you know, this is, he's taking this properly seriously. And then, of course, because I was on the racing scene, yeah. you know, it became very apparent through the racing grapevine. No, no, Kelvin's uh, he's moving up the ranks, you know. That was probably one of my best, uh, if not my highlight of my racing career so far that first day. I'd, for many different reasons. I've never camped out with my dad. We wasn't a camping oh. family. And that was the first time I ever camped with my dad the night before at Alton Park. So we'd arrived the night before, That's right. not knowing what to expect, but we had yeah. a two-man two man tent. Um, and I was thinking, you know, 
camping with my dad. This is this is but that that weirdly, and it's what racing has given me. It's given me a complete other angle and appreciation for family life, I guess, yeah. in many ways. And me and my dad really just it just brought something out together. You know, weekends would never I'd be out with my friends, pubs, party, whatever, and suddenly at weekends I was finding myself with my mum and my dad, yeah. and my brothers, and suddenly it was just that togetherness that I think club racing and certainly motorsport for me has, has, has enabled. And I thought that that is, like I said, one of my highlights currently because it was a great weekend. I had a big X on the back of my car to say to everyone, <laughs> I'm a novice. Um, I qualified on pole, wow. which <laughs> could, That's impressive. I've never been in before. I should have remembered that. Bit. And, I, and, I, and I came second. Wow. And um, I went on to win that championship as a novice. I think halfway through that campaign, I was asked to do a, uh, the celebrity race at the Silverstone Classic. And that's suddenly then when I got a lot of momentum. I, yeah. I ended up winning that race. Um, and um, and then I think the year after I got approached by a Porsche team and suddenly, you know, opportunities came. But, you know, I've, I've, I've as people will know, who know the racing world, money supports, the, 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 you know, kind of props up the whole ability to go racing. It does. And I've managed to kind of raise sponsorship from, from the first year. I, you know, I went and paid my well-earned money racing a mini. And for me, it was expensive. It was the, you know, like I say, it was the entry level for racing. But for me to go and spend, I don't know, five or six grand over a year um, to go racing was was like, you know, that was my limit. That was yeah. my what I was comfortable with. I could justify it because I had friends spending the same playing golf. And I thought, well, okay, that's, that's you know, I can justify that spend. And um, and since then, I've, you know, the the, the, the money we raise now uh, on a year basis is, 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 is you know, is... is, is the far, budgets far have beyond. changed. The yeah. budgets have changed. And... Um, and that's where I'm very proud, I guess, of the way I've managed to, to do that. You know, nothing's ever been gifted to me. Every sponsor I've ever attained, I've got myself. I've yeah. never had any manager in that sense. And, and uh, it brings out an entrepreneurial, you know, um, you've got to kind of put yourself out there and work out what you've got. And my unique selling point, I guess, was the fact that I was a guy on TV and, you know. Uh, well, like you've got to work it, mate. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, and you're not making excuses for that, which is the important thing. I mean, I'd say that a couple of things that you've said that, that really resonate, actually, Kelvin. And, and first one, a lot of people that are outside looking in don't realise, exactly as you've just cited, how much of a family affair, you know, racing is. Not, not elite level, F1 and whatnot, it becomes silly, sponsors and so on and so yeah. forth, you know, everyone invades and the celebrities descend. But, you know, I would say from maybe Formula 3 down... It is really, you're right, it's families camping out, it's, it's brothers and sisters chipping in, getting parts, racing around, yeah, yeah. this community feel, and it's, there's a lovely spirit to it. You know, there's, yeah. there's, there's something that gets missed, I would say, in, in the kind of, uh, unless you attend, you don't realise that mm. that's, mm -hmm. that's how it is, which is a really special thing. That's when motorsport, for me, I think, is its most beautiful. You know, without sounding, it's, it's just absolutely... It's honest. It's pure, it's, uh, it's attainable, it's relatable, it's absolutely everything that, you know... Um, it's good fun you don't have to necessarily be into cars or know anything about cars or no. bikes or whatever you're racing tractors whatever it might be <laughs> it's just that togetherness and that element of competitive yeah you want to win you, 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 didn't, you didn't quite go your way you lost you, you, you crashed whatever it might be it's just that entertainment that, that journey for that weekend yeah. you're, it's an emotional roller coaster. It and is. then the barbecue's lit and then yeah. a couple of beers and, and suddenly it's like this is brilliant. There's a know. community spirit as well, Kelvin. You know, we talk about as the family thing for your for your individual car, for your for your unique person. But, you know, actually within the championships as well, whilst it might be everyone's against each other on the track, off track, 
you, you need to borrow a spanner, you need some oil, whatever. Everyone well, helps out. Spanner, haven't I? Well, you, I mean, <laughs> you've got one under the pillow, <laughs> but you know. But you know what I mean? It's 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 people do help out. It's not yeah. again when you get the higher up the ch- up the food chain. If a team hasn't got a part, tough. Go and buy yeah. another one from somewhere. That's your problem. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, in the more honest early stages of racing, it is very much, well, how can I help? What do yeah. you need? Tell me and I'll get it. You know, if I'll share what I've got. And I like that. You know, that's, that's the, that, I, I like level playing field racing. This is what hopefully you're going to get into. Yes. When so, you start racing. So this is what I want to ask you specifically. So I've got my race license next week that I've got to do my arts. Yeah. What are some of your main tips that you'd give me from literally going from never race, never been on a track before until three weeks ago to do my license next week. And then I've got my first race in uh, hopefully September, October. Yeah. Give, give me all the advice you can. Because <laughs> you guess, get into it. This year, not like yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm not that I'm a guru, you know, <laughs> uh, by any stretch. Championship winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got into going from nothing to, yeah, championship winner. You, you've got yeah. something in you, which is, yeah, yeah, you've not been brought up karting since you were three years old or anything like that. So I think you're in a really good position to give people like myself who are getting into racing quite late in life yeah. some really honest, decent advice. So, yeah. Thank you. I, I think uh, I absolutely relate to, to, I can almost imagine what you'll be feeling and, and, and the sense of excitement, the unknown, mm-hmm. you'll be anxious. There's, there's so many more so many emotions remember all of them because it's a you know it's a significant hopefully you know the start of what will be a yeah a long-lasting hope so love affair with with <laughs> motorsport as a, as, as, I, I, you know, as a racer or whatever that mm-hmm. may lead because i didn't have any real aspirations when i started racing i just thought i'd give it a go and see you know see what happens um breathe i guess on the day because <laughs> you know it's suddenly your adrenaline's up your heart rate's up and you you're on the track and there's a subconscious to, to go fast and rush and you just got to just take Chill your time a little bit. And, and, and just follow the instruction of, of, of you know, if your guide there on the day, he's going to be, um, I think you've got to show, I don't know what the correct term and terminology is, but that you're composite, you're mm-hmm. safe, you can go there at, you know, yes, at an increased pace, but you're going to be doing that in, in a safe and controlled manner. Yep. Um, so just enjoy it, you know, and don't, don't, you're not there, you're not going to set a, a lap record, you know, uh, and don't let that be a, be a, be a goal. Just go there safely. And um, she's and just looked at you like she's like, I am sitting a lap. I am sitting a lap. I can't <laughs> you know I mean, <laughs> during my test. I'm sure, I'm sure you will. You know, that's that's the thing. It's uh, we've um, when I say we, you know, us racers. I, I, I didn't go kart as a kid. That wasn't. Um, I started racing at 28 years old, which is considered yeah. somewhat a bit of a dinosaur. And if you want to get into into a race, but it's never too late. Yeah. You know, I've got a friend of mine who's looking to start racing now. He's 52. And I've said, absolutely go for it, mate. It's something he's always wanted to do. And I'm saying, you know, and it's great as well as a female. I think that it's, 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 it should be champion because uh, I've come up against quite a few uh, females of late as well. And I had my, had my ass kicked. <laughs> and, and, yes. and I think it's, you know, yeah, you don't just want to be there to take part. I, I don't think there's any, any shame in saying that you want, to, you want to be the best version of yourself and you want to do well. Exactly, you know? yeah. Whatever that's fair, whether that means 30th or 15th or first, as long as you've, you've given it your all and you've said, listen, I'm in this. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to give it my all, yeah. and that sort of commitment and willingness, I think, is is you know is is a, is an inspiration really. And I think you know I'm I'm sure you'll do, I've got a funny feeling, um, you're going to do really well. <laughs> and I certainly, as I, I guess, do. you know, the, the the racing bug will bite, and once it's bitten, then. Yeah, I think we're going to lose it to racing. I, I do. <laughs> yeah. I, this is my no, fear. You actually. can just drive the truck to wherever I'm racing, whatever circuit I'm at, and then you know you can just like we'll do the <laughs> can podcast I in, between. in between races. Then yes, all <laughs> reversal. Yeah. You'd be a good presenter. Yeah, you really? would. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, d- I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, You're racing in British GT again this year, aren't you? Um, we're not actually. Are you um, not? Yes. Yeah, so, um, do you want me to suggest? I can't host it this year. 
Oh, I, right, okay. I'm really sad to say Well, that. I could actually go on horse instead. You could. <laughs> They've, they, I've had a text literally really? five minutes before we started recording asking if I could record, because they asked me if I could do it, and because of COVID and, and, some, and some people that are... <laughs> I wouldn't be... I think I've told this a few times, I've told you earlier, but you are very, very good at what you do, and I would never... <laughs> I could never replace that, but no, I mean, as, on a serious Genuine, note... Genuinely, I, I mean, I'll make the call after yeah, we've finished. Absolutely, if you like. I'm watching this deal being made right in, now. In the paddock yeah. and interviewing drivers, I, I'd absolutely love that. Yeah, you would be yeah. great at it. And but no, we, we're not... This goes out in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. Cool. Okay, I, we checked before, didn't we? Um, <laughs> yeah. We're announcing uh, this week... Uh, so it'll have already been out when this comes out that we're not racing this year okay I thought you were in Bentley why have I got that wrong yeah we're in Bentley yeah everything was I mean you know going on the back of, of last year we won the uh, GT4 in the, with the Aston Martin um, and then I went and did the, the Strictly exploits and everything was, was we, we were in such a good place we managed to do a great deal with uh, with GRM uh, in the Bentley and for us it was stepping up with my teammate Martin Plowman who is the nicest he's guy a in motorsport yeah, you know terrific. he's one of the fastest drivers and that's another thing, you know, camping out with my dad at my first race is something that's a highlight. Meeting yeah. Martin genuinely is, is a highlight, you know, because yeah. he's just, is a decent, lovely, wholesome, you know, I could cry when I talk about him. I, 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 and his family as well, I think the world of them. So I've kind of been gifted with, with him and he's become my teammate now in, in endurance racing in our British GT um, campaign. Uh, and, and on paper, you know, we, we, we're really quick and, and we're doing really, really well. Yeah. So we wanted to go into this year stepping up in class into the GT3 in the Bentley, we wanted to go on and, and win that championship. And I think be the first ever pairing that have gone on to win consecutive GT4, back GT3 back. championships back yeah. to back. So we wanted to do that. That was in our sights. COVID's hit. And um, yeah, you know, I think for us, we've taken a stance of uh, it's going to be such a reduced effort. For us, the, the interaction with the fans is, is crucial. Right. The ability to take our sponsors, we facilitate. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. racing to the, ex- to the track and have an experience with that not able now, you know, with no spectators, with no hospitality, yeah. it really kind of um, jeopardises our relationship. And, and at the beginning of the year, when I'm meeting these sponsors and these corporates and I'm selling them the dream, you know, I'm saying that come watch us race. It's a great, great place to be. Yeah. British GT is a fantastic championship. I love it. You know, the Bentley, it is, the 10 a, years. Bentley mm. is a brand for us. The car, I think, is the best looking GT3 car. It's the best sounding. And yeah. we're confident that it'll be the quickest car as well, with, you know, with us behind the wheel and with JRM as our team. We had so much um, excitement for this year. I'm not confident that I can deliver on what I've what I've sold. You know, okay. um, 
they won't be able to come to the races, they won't be able to, there's so many things that we won't be able to do. No fault of British GT, no fault of SRO, no fault of anybody, but you know, it's outside of our control and everyone's experiencing this. So for that reason, we've decided to stand back uh, and I guess empathise with the reality of the situation. There's, there's, there's livelihoods, people's livelihoods have been absolutely decimated. Companies are, are, are going to be closing. Yeah. So it's a, that's the, the negative of, of the situation. I always like to look on the bright side, but the reality is, the harsh reality is that there's, 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 there's a lot of hardship and we didn't feel right to go racing. So therefore, we're going to press the pause button. We're going to come back as we were with Bentley in the GT3 with, with all our current sponsors in 2021 right. and, and be just as determined. But we're just going to treat this as a longer, a longer off-season. And uh, we gutted, absolutely, you know, devastated to have made that, made that decision, but we feel it's the right one. And hopefully, if that means I can go and interview some drivers in the paddock, then hey, mate, I'm happy to make. <laughs> I mean, I was I was hoping you were going to say, well, you we've decided not to do this season because we've heard you're not hosting, Andy. <laughs> turns out there's well. a, a much more mature and, uh, and and kind of considerate reason behind it. But yeah, I'm genuinely. You should do that. I will. I will talk to. I will talk to the okay. production company as soon as we stop recording. Right, okay. I will phone them and make it if, work. If make you genuinely happen. want to do, I'd it, love to. I'd love to. Be be I'd, I'd love to be there in, in the capacity of. It's good know. for me as well because you'll be back racing next season, so I don't. <laughs> to worry about well he can't do both jobs I'd love to be there uh, like I say it's a great championship you know and, and I think they, they represent everything that's um, they've got the lovely balance of club racing that hopefully you'll, you'll experience mm-hmm. in, the, in the coming months that I've experienced but yeah it's a professional campaign you know cool. there's some amazing brands there you know this, it's a big budget uh, championship and the drivers, I mean, Nicky Tim, Martin Plowman, yeah. uh, Johnny Adam, some of the best drivers in the, in the world are, are competing in there. So exactly. as an amateur driver as myself, to yeah. kind of be amongst those guys is like, and that's what's spurred me on, that's what's brought me on, because, you know, you, you kind of compete with these guys week in, week out, and it, it makes you a better driver. Well, and also you talk about, you know, Amy's obviously going to be a, a, a female racer. Hopefully. Well, it's be <laughs> strange if you were. Uh, and, and I would suggest, you know, British GT, you, you, we talk about the W Series, for example. I mean, we haven't, but W Series, of course, is, is the all-female racing series. And I always, don't be wrong, I am 100% all for ladies in motorsport. I always felt that the W Series, I was like, but I don't quite get it because it's a level playing field. And British mm. G has, GT has proven that. Flick Haig mm-hmm. was a champion. Jamie Chadwick was a champion. She's now on a Formula One mm. ticket. You know, Abby Eaton is a phenomenal peddler yeah, and yeah. has been in and around the series for ages. You know, and, and they're just a few of the ladies that have raced and competed against the men. And that was, and, and beaten them. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of the point I was trying to make is, is in W Series, the ladies that are racing don't have an opportunity to show that they are as good as the men. Yeah, in British yeah. GT, they do and they have. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. By making it an all-female series, it, it, in a way, it almost argues against itself. Now, mm. I'm sorry if I'm if I'm misreading the situation, and Amy, I would I would want you to check me if I'm if I've got that wrong, as it because I consider myself to be very pro-feminist. I think you know I do agree what you mean. It's it's awesome to see the W series and and these women achieving what they are doing. But as you said, I think there is a, an element where it'd be great to have them in with the guys as well and be like no we are just as good and better than than this but it, i think it's in the in the racing world as well i think it's such slow steps forwards that i think the w series is a, a wonderful step forwards and now it's just about trying to yeah link these these people all together to be able to show really what we've all got um, yeah and and if it's a shop floor for for female racers that maybe haven't uh, had enough exposure mm-hmm. brilliant i'm all for that but if it's to try and show that that girls are as good as guys you do that by putting them against guys Yep. Don't you? I mean, that is my logic wrong? Because if it is, apologies, and I don't mean to upset anyone, but I've just seen great ladies racing in my 10 years in British GT and beating guys, and that feels like the equality that's there. 
that's that's my take on it. Yeah, I think I think fundamentally what it represents and what it's trying to to, to achieve is is right. You know, is is to really kind of make make a statement that you know uh, females are and and and, and they're rightly so as, as quick if not quicker than than, than the male counterparts. So so that but like you said, to do that in in a in that environment racing against just other females kind of in some ways go, goes against that but I, I i quite like the w series i like the idea of it and um there's something i just think that's quite cool when you see you know uh girls getting out with these and there's sometimes young girls as well getting out with these like amazing cars you yeah, think this is crazy cool. I, yeah. i've got a little three-year-old daughter myself so i'm thinking i'm already thinking Marnie, you're going to be a driver? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you? But, but that's, I guess the point that I'm making is, would you rather see her racing in the W Series in one of those cool little or cars, against. or would you rather see her in your Bentley racing against a fleet of supercars with guys and girls? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of in two ways, you know. Um, what I, I'm, I'm a big rugby league fan, so okay. a different sport. Football, you know, I'm not a football fan, but would I want to see um, a mixed team playing football? Um I don't, I don't really know. I don't think I, I, I quite like watching an all-male team, and I think I'd quite like watching an all-female team. Yeah, I don't really point. feel there's there's an urge and need to to put to mix them, forcibly mix them. You know, to, to kind of prove a point. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where we where we would end up if, um, you know, if, if if females were just as good as I'm sure they are in many ways uh, football. Then and they just somehow make the team and gender not even be an issue. They're just yeah. that good that they get picked for, for Manchester United. Then 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 so be it. But uh, I don't mind the the, the all female um, series and, and I guess all male series. There's not there's not a series out there that says that states all male, but there are series that they just they just are they just they just are. Yeah. Um, well, Formula One, Formula know. One, yeah. yeah, that's that's that's, it would be great of, to that's see. the elephant in the room, isn't exactly. It? Yeah, 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 yeah. it know. would be great. But uh, as I'm sure every female would would say, we'd have we'd want to be there on merit. Yeah. I don't just want to be there to tick mm -hmm. a box. I want to be there exactly. and I'm capable of being there because I'm, I'm as quick as the next guy. So. And I think that's for, for at least from, from my point of view looking into the racing side of things I want to be able to know that I'm being asked to, to like have a go at racing not because I'm the token female in something is because I'm like no I want to show that I can, I'm as good as, as the blokes doing it. Yeah, that's yeah. If, if, if I do it and I am as good I might be terrible so I won't go into that. But yeah I think it's the there's something about the, the W Series which is great is that it gives the I don't it, it can show other women and, and, and you know kids as well young girls that yes this is something that they can do and it's actually inspirational to be able to say no this isn't just for the boys you can do this as well and mm. i think it was a, a, a yeah massive massively inspirational so um but as you said it's it would be nice to be able to be at these races as the person who i am as a racing driver not just because i'm female and they need to as you said fill like a tick box um yeah, yeah. yeah so just trying to get that dynamic right I guess that makes a lot of sense I love it. I mean, that's the great thing about motorsport. I realise we're, we're a car podcast and we've kind of <laughs> taken a big old motorsport tangent. So apologies yeah, to, to, just the, to the regular <laughs> just listeners. Can't. But that is the great thing. You know, it, it, like you say, you talk about female footballers and so on and so forth. But physically, we all know there is a bit of a difference. Yeah, between absolutely. Guys, yeah, yeah. But not in a car. Not that's my car. point. Yeah. You know, not yeah, in a car. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you've got the nerves of steel and a good racing line, doesn't mm. matter who you are and mm -hmm. what's in your underpants, <laughs> go and fill your boots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's my view anyway. Yeah. You know, oh, live and let live. Yeah. Happy days. Um, so I just want to come back to Sierra Cosworth, right? You mentioned it at the start. The reason yes. being that that is the car from my youth that showed me what speed was. I remember being a really young kid and we were visiting some of my dad's friends in Scotland. And this guy had a Sierra Cosworth. And he's, you know, he sat me in the passenger seat. And 
oh my days, I can still <laughs> remember my heart going that fast. And, you know, and the fact that it kind of flew on little bumps, you know, I mean, you know, now in the grand scheme of things, he was probably an atrocious driver doing something <laughs> very, very illegal. Yeah, yeah. But in my little head, I was like, oh, this is amazing. You know, yeah. absolutely incredible. You know, that's the sort of holiday we would get. Come on, son, let's go up and visit <laughs> Uncle Crazy with his mad cars. You know, brilliant. Happy, happy memories, happy memories. Yeah, yeah the, the Cosworth for me, I think the Cosworth Ford connection uh, was, was one of the best and most significant in, in you know, when, when I look back, because some of the cars they had, you know, the Escort Cosworth, the Sapphire Cosworth, um, just, you know, when, when the Cosworth um, breathed over that, over that unassuming Ford, it just created an absolute monster that, you know, uh, I remember once we were in, um, my dad's friend, he was a, some managing director of a company, we were in some sort of Mercedes or Jaguar, some like high-end car, and this F-Reg white Sierra Cosworth pulled out, it wasn't the RS500, it was just a standard three-door, and um, and this guy driving put his foot down, and my dad was in the passenger seat. I was in the back as a kid, and I remember thinking, "You're not going to beat that Cosworth." And this Cosworth <laughs> just threw a load of smoke out the out the back, and it looked like an old clapped out thing, but it just went. And we were, you know, we were, and then it was that thing of where the guy driving was pretending that he wasn't racing after all, you know, because <laughs> these were these uh, these kind of hot hatches and, and kind of. <laughs> The, the rough cars that w that could really mix it with with um with the high end cars on the road as well so no I've got a great affection with um with with all those type of cars right now we're going to play a little game because I'm mindful that we've been chatting for quite a while now so you know we'll just have a little bit of fun at the end here um Amy can you just choose one car it doesn't have to be a favorite car or anything just a car that's in your head just choose any car it's a, any year anything like that anything anything that's just in your head but it's going to say an awful lot about you <laughs> oh no <laughs> an awful lot. okay okay. Right. Do I have to say it out loud? I'm keeping yeah, it in yeah, my head. Yeah. No, you've got to say it out loud. I'm going to go with Classic Mini. Classic Mini. Is Kel that a bad answer? No, no, no. Answer? no, no. Is that the wrong answer? It's not, not the wrong answer at all. <laughs> Kelvin, just choose any car. A Vauxhall Cavalier. All right. And I'm going to go for a Ford Focus RS. Okay. Okay. So, keep one, drive one, bin one. Kelvin. Okay. What are you keeping? What are you driving? What you're binning I'll off. keep the Mini. Yes. Without a doubt. Because the Mini, value-wise, I guess, it's, it's only going to yeah. go one way. Um, iconic car. Absolutely. You know, never replicated. Never will be replicated. For what it stood no. for. For what it, what it gave. That was a family car back in the day. It was, in wasn't 60s, it? In the 60s, 70s. That's, you know, my stories of my dad going to, to Blackpool. Uh, with us, with us in the car, you know, you think cool. no seatbelts, obviously, or anything. Yeah, like nothing that. in the back, at least. It's uh, crazy, really, to think to think of that. But um, yeah, definitely keep the Mini. Uh, drive the Focus RS. Yeah, it's good. It's good because fun. I'm just picturing the blue. Is it the first Focus yeah, RS? Yeah, they yeah, did so them in orange as well. I think that was it. Yeah, so I think yeah. like you know probably 200, 230 brake horse or something front wheel drive. You know, obviously it'll wheel spin for fun, and you probably <laughs> still be able to wheel spin in third, fourth gear. And I can imagine. Yanking the handbrake on and getting a bit of, you know, <laughs> a bit of stay there. And have a lot of fun in that car. I'd have to get rid of my, my Vauxhall Cavalier. <laughs> Which is funny because, you know, uh, like I say, I've got a little Mark 1 in the, in the garage there, but it, 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 a Cavalier is a Cavalier, unless it's a, a GSI, unless yeah. it's um, an SRI, or, you know, unless it's got some sort of, um, is it Motorsport Developments, MSD, used to tune the Vauxhalls? Unless they've breathed on it, then it's just a, it's a pretty bog standard and it's not really in the same... 
San Marino are those two. Fair enough. Amy, what are you choosing? So well, this is the thing. I'm listening to Kelvin's answers, and I'm like, that's exactly what I would do. I'd, do, I'd keep the Mini. I'd, I'd, sorry, I've been the Vauxhall. And, uh, oh. yeah, I'd, I'd drive the, the Ford. I'm sorry. That's, yeah, what I'd he's probably had, say. He's, he's, he's had the right answer. He's yeah. got, had the complete... Well, would, would yours differ than Andy? No. Would? <laughs> I, no, I wasn't going to be I don't know why. I, went, I, I, I kind of put pressure on myself when I said to you, he's yeah. going to say an awful lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, think, I was then panicking, thinking, what, what should I choose? What, what, what does it say about me? What will people think of me? You know, if I choose a Range Rover or a, a C63 or uh, I don't know why I chose a Vauxhall Cavalier that was neither do I mind. that yeah. really took me by, that's why I went Focus RS because yeah. I was going to say an F-Type Jag that I was in my said, head just to you know yeah. mix things up something. a bit I should have said a Bentley shouldn't I really you should you should, <laughs> yeah. oh, should have said a Bentley Conti GT3 yeah. <laughs> what can you do um, you know what weirdly if it was a Bentley I'd still like to drive the Focus RS I've never driven one <laughs> and they're supposed to be an absolute like hooligan they car. Are. Yeah. They are. I'd want to keep the Mini just because what it means to me. It's yep. my first ever race car and the first car my dad bought me when I was a 12, 13 year old. Yep. And I think I'd still get rid of the I'd burn, is it burn the Bentley? Bin it, bin, bin it, it. I'd yeah. bin the Bentley, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I don't wow. think the answer would change. Wow. So there you go, bin right. the Bentley. So we need to ask you this, this time next year, once yep. you've just won British GT, GT3 in the Bentley. Yeah. And then you're going to have to basically sacrifice either the Mini or the Focus RS because you you totally can't bin the Bentley that you win a championship with, can you? Um, or actually, maybe you'll, maybe. Be, maybe you'll <laughs> be over maybe, it. Maybe that. it would be that it's such a hard-fought championship win that I'm just glad to see the back of it. Yeah, it could be that. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, mm -hmm. I, Mini, I think you can't go wrong with the Mini. Then you're into yep. the 2022 season in the Focus RS just because. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I don't know what it would feel like. But you're taking on McLaren's. A bit, yeah, but I want to do but it's so much slower, Kelvin. Yeah, but it's about the drive. You know? <laughs> mind, mind you, the, the focus is, I'm sure you could tune them up to some ridiculous spirit cars. Actually, I imagine you could, you could probably... Maybe that should do the... Pro rather than the driven truck, we should get a project with a, with a, with a Ford Focus and see what sort of power we can get. I mean... Change the drivetrain, make it four-wheel drive. I'm seeing something here. I can see the there cogs go. going around its head. Well, yeah, because we're, we're going to do a couple of... Um, so anybody that's checking out drivenchat.com, etc., will know that we do, obviously, video features. We're about to film one with Kelvin in the Porsche Taycan, mm -hmm. actually, or however you say it. Porsche Taycan. Well, well, <laughs> will I get to drive I it? I will hunt you down. Will I get to drive it? You'll have to ask Amy. I imagine we could sort something out. Okay. So maybe. Um, Is it four-wheel drive? I don't think so. Look at those we'll questions I'll, I'll straight in. You know what? The problem is I don't know enough about I'll it yet. I'll let you know on that roundabout. We'll find out. <laughs> but I'm just you know, so, so we're going to try and produce quite a lot of cool car content. And we're always looking for ideas. So, you know, Kelvin Fletcher souping up an RS. I mean, if you are. I'm, I would love to. I would love to. I'd, I'd get me in it. Yeah, let me have a... Um I don't know how good could my you, reviews Could you do could the be. spanners yourself? Would you be able to... I could have a little tweak, yeah, I guess. Because um, you could probably get a, a second-hand Focus RS now, or a third-hand, or a Cat C for, <clears> quite, for next to nothing. quite good money, yeah. Yeah, and I think I've got a few enough contacts to, to get it in a, in a good place and, um, you know, do a little bit of work myself and, and see. Would you be up for that challenge? Absolutely, If yeah. we film it? 100%. Absolutely, right. yeah. Right. So I'm getting it's you a job on British GT. And we're going to it's got to be blue. We can wrap it. I think the orange one you're on about isn't that the, the second, the second yeah, yeah, this, generation? This, this, yeah. I'm yeah. on about the first gen. Yes, I know what you is, mean. Yeah, it's the um the five spoke alloys. Yeah. I've driven um, both. Have you driven them? Yeah. I've never driven them. Yeah, you're going to love it. I think Chris Harris always raves about them. Well, he, he knows yeah, he, he knows his stuff, doesn't he? To be fair, with me saying I've driven them don't mean anything. What was your first ever car? My, was a Mini. Was it really? Yeah. So many, what was your first car? Well, this thing is the first car that I drove around for a bit. The first one I bought myself. 
What was the first car you, as a 17-year-old, would you, if you passed when you were 17? I don't know. Yep, passed when I was 17. With my your keys, what, what, did, what did those keys... My mum and dad gave me a Fiat Punto. And nice. So, but then the first car that I ever physically bought myself was my Mini. I've got a classic Mini as well. Really? So, yeah, when I was 19. So wow. That's why I'm like... Well, that's why still I've still got it? Still got it, yeah. So I've got it 10 years this year, so I'm going to do quite a long road trip in it. So, oh, um, amazing. What color yep. is it? It's like a, an off-white cream right. color of mayonnaise, so I've called it mayo. Okay. Uh, yeah, but it's just a standard like one liter engine. But uh, I mean, well, it was until this year I've had full rebuild from yeah big guy over in Suffolk. So yeah, now it's going to be rapid when I get it wow. back. So can't wait for that. And little ten inch alloys, is it? No, well, it's twelve inch. So this oh, thing, right. yes, yeah, so my so these so I could do the conversion as well, but I don't know if I can be bothered. And you know, because it is, it's still an eighties car. It's an eighty eighty five, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. if I convert it to the ten inch, then it's not being true to what it is. No, and exactly. I think yeah, yeah. you know, it's it'd be lovely. Like I do think the ten inch are so much prettier than than yeah. the twelve. But at the same time, like this is. This is what it is. I'm not going to try and make it something that it's that it's really not. So uh, yeah, no, I've just think it's yeah. See, there cool. you go. Minute is an iconic car, and it it's is. in our blood. <laughs> it is. I love it, Kelvin. You've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for your company. Thank you. We're going to go and have fun in a. I don't even want to pronounce the name of the car I'll say anymore. Porsche Taycan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or Porsche Taycan. We will Porsche, hunt it down. So I want to know what's scarier: getting into a race suit or getting into a sequin shirt. <laughs> Uh, oh, um, I, I guess without doubt, sequin shirt. So it's without doubt, ex- it's quite an exposing, yeah, thing. It, it, there is no hiding in a, in a helmet or behind the wheel of a car. It is you on stage with your partner in front of many, many 600, eyes. Six hundred studio guests, and then I don't know what is it, fourteen, fifteen million people watching Bloody at home. And yeah. um, I, I guess because I'm out of my comfort zone. Yep. In a race car, I feel like I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a bit more comfortable in that sense. Mm-hmm. My heart rate is still, I, I would have thought it's at 160, 170, maybe a little bit more, 180 yeah. before a race. Um, but you, that, those Saturday evenings during Strictly were the scariest, most daunting prospect of, 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 of absolute fear. <laughs> um, you know, a fear of, of getting it wrong. Yeah. You've worked so hard all week of trying to execute these moves. You know, on Friday's run through in the afternoon, you're still making little mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still forgetting your step, you know, and completely freezing. And, and, and you think, oh, what's next? What's next? The fear is you don't want to do that on the Saturday when it counts. Mm-hmm. And the frustration is on the Wednesday morning, you might have done a perfect run through and it's just me and Ulti in the room and mm-hmm. no one sees it. And I did it. I nailed everything. I nailed every step, the timing, everything. Saturday comes when it matters when Craig's watching and Bruno and, <laughs> and you make a mistake and it's like oh you know it's, yeah it was still a good dance but you think I've nailed that step all week and yeah. I go and get it wrong because of the pressure because of the sense of the occasion because of the the nerves you know as mm-hmm. an actor yeah it's, it's, it's kind of what I do I'm a, I'm a performer but um it, it, on the nerves I used to I used to feel physically sick and I used to have a little um I let into a little secret you know a little a little prayer um, just beforehand, um, and and we'd, we'd pray together, and I'd just ask for for some strength, and uh, and the ability and the confidence to to relieve me of any inhibitions, relieve me of any anxieties, of any worries, just to go out there and, and give it my all and, and and dance, and just enjoy it, you know, and be in the moment, and um, so I always felt like I had somebody kind of you know holding my hand throughout, mm. and uh, and that's what I did, yeah. So it was just. Um, but those nerves, yeah. But that sense of relief, though, when you finish the dance mm-hmm. and you've done it, you know, yeah, you might have made a couple of mistakes or whatever it might have been, but you, oh, that relief. <laughs> is just, and then when Craig had said, like, if you got a 10 off Craig, I got a 10 once off Craig, and that was like, oh, 
Yes. <laughs> Craig loves because that's that's my little name <laughs> all throughout the show. All I wanted to do, I think every week Motsu would stand up and, and clap and and, and uh, <laughs> Shelley was always up. Bruno was was up thrusting his hips, uh, you know, and uh, but Craig was the one I wanted to crack. He was the Brilliant. artist not to crack, and he was the one that I said. Um, I just wanted to stand up and applaud. That's when I know I've done a really good job. And I yeah. think I was a little bit too ambitious because he never did that. The only person he stood up for was Krim, and rightly so because Krim was a, an unbelievable dancer. So he stood up and clapped Krim and a little bit and was like, oh, I never quite nailed that. But Never yeah. got the clap. I uh, never got the clap <laughs> off Craig. But uh, no, definitely the nerves for Strictly. <laughs> Outweighed any racing. Outweighed anything else. I'm nervous in a race car, but that Saturday night dancing uh, in front of all those people is the most nerve-wracking. And people say, well, you dance so confidently, you did, you did really well, but yeah. if you could see what was inside, you know, the turmoil and the worry and the despair at times. Um, really? And then I guess, like, weirdly, the first lap, as soon as it goes green, the first corner, mm -hmm. poof, it kind of goes, and, you, and you're just getting to the zone. Doing then. your job. You're doing your job, and so the same sort of thing. As soon as that music starts, I do the first couple of steps, then boom, I'm in the moment, and I just dance. Yeah. But that first... Dancing the Samba, Kelvin, during that segment of, of, of you know, of that introduction of that voiceover, yep. that was when the, your heart rate was going. Kelvin, you've been an amazing guest. Thank you so much for your company. Thank you. We're going to go and have fun in a, I don't even want to pronounce the name of the car I'll say anymore. Porsche Taycan. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or Porsche Taycan. We will Porsche, hold it down. And uh, yeah, watch this space for the phone. I'm serious about the RS, man. We, we should do that. One million percent. All right. It's going to happen. Drivenchat.com, your home for emerging boxer <laughs> tricks. Um, Kelvin Fletcher, what a legend. Amy Shaw, love you to bits. Amazing. Um, we'll be back. Same time, same place. Keep downloading, keep reviewing, keep subscribing. And here's a sting. The Driven Chat podcast in association with Paramex Digital. You dream it, we bring it to life. Find out more at drivenchat.com. Thank you so much for your time today, everyone. We'll, um, we'll be back at same time, same place next week. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, wow. You've made it to the end. The very end. And it's John Markar here again, reminding you that this podcast, the Driven Chat podcast, has now run its course and has come to an end. To find the new format, search the Driven podcast in your preferred podcast app or head on over to the website driven.site to find some quick and easy links through to the new episodes in the new formats on your preferred apps. Thanks. Bye.